Hello, hello, it's Wendy, and I am here to ask you to sleep with me. That's right, you and I just let that body melt, let your mind float away, close your eyes. No, it's okay, so you can stay alert right now. But yeah, it's a, it's a hypnotic sleep invitation that I'm asking you to um, join me in, certainly. <laughs> well, what's going on with everybody? I need to know what's happening with you, and I really, really want you to send me a message, an email, and tell me what your problem is, tell me what the hell is wrong, and let me do a podcast about it so that you get like this entire personal answer just for you. If you do write to me and you get chosen to be on the podcast, you get a $50 gift certificate. Yeah. So just make sure you mention podcast in the subject line when you email. And the email address is wendyhelp at gmail.com. W-E-N-D-I, right? So wendyhelp at gmail.com. Put podcast in the subject line. And if I choose yours, you are in the money. Cha-ching, right? That's right. Okay. So I want to talk to you about one of my favorite subjects, which is procrastination. And I want to tell you how hypnosis is going to totally change your entire like mindset and the way you react and what you do and why you procrastinate and why you're not going to procrastinate anymore. I know that wasn't a very well-constructed sentence, but, but we are going to talk about how to use hypnosis to stop being a procrastinator. And, you know, one of the interesting things that I have found when I do workshops and I'm, you know, going blah, 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 blah. And I say, and how many of you here feel that you are the world's worst procrastinator? And you know what happens? Everybody puts their hand up, like almost everybody. I'd say 90% of the audience will put their hand up. And I said, well, no, no, no. I, I asked you who is the world's worst. That means there can only be one, you know, and they all keep their hand up because people believe that their procrastination or their ability to put things off or their ability to let things go is the worst. So knowing this, I decided that there must be a way that I can get people to get not just motivated, but get a trigger in their brain that makes them want to do a task and want to do it for the right reasons. From my personal situation, many, many years ago, this is like, I started doing hypnosis in 1995. So right now that's 20 years ago. And in the beginning, you know, I was learning and getting better and better at it. But my own life was really a total mess because I was horribly in debt from my previous business. And um, I had no money and I was a single mom of two young kids and, um, and I wasn't seeing a lot of clients and I was really just eking by and it was horrible. And so there were a lot of things that were uncomfortable for me to procrastinate about because they were uncomfortable. But then there were other things that I would procrastinate about. And, um, also like household things, there were a lot of things I would put off such as putting the dishes in the dishwasher, maybe because the dishwasher was full and clean and I'd put off 
putting them away or put off doing, you know, housework or going to the store or getting bills paid or whatever it was, you know, and a lot of it had been built up just by the general difficulty of life of having a business that left me in debt, starting with nothing, having no resources and being so stressed. And you just don't feel excited about doing those tasks that are hard. It's very easy and it's human nature to put it off because we do seek pleasure. We don't seek pain. (laughs) Say, yes, I want some more pain today. Yeah, I want to tackle something that does not feel good and get no reward for it. So, (laughs) So in looking at this, I started wondering what I could do with hypnosis to get people to feel good and be excited about getting something done that is a difficult task. For some people, procrastination means that they're either, you know, horribly behind on financial things that they need to do or taxes or stuff that's really serious. For other people, it's a matter of just not wanting to clean things up or to throw things away or to go through closets or garages and have all this stuff that just haunts them. So procrastination kind of goes hand in hand with hoarding for some people. And the hoarding part is that they just can't go through the pain of letting go of these possessions and these things that they have, or they just don't want to tackle the mess. So when I had this workshop many years ago on procrastination, I found out that there were um, a few people in the audience who actually were serious hoarders. And one of them opened up and said, yeah, I have a narrow pathway in my house and I walk through this pathway and all this stuff that started building up on the walls, it built up and built up and it slowly makes its way inward until there's just a narrow path in my house. And, um, and it's just too big of a job and I don't know where to start. So people who have that problem, of course, it is a a tremendous job and I'm sure it's just way too daunting to start. So we want to chunk things down to smaller pieces and have accomplishments that are doable and they're doable in a certain amount of time. Okay. So here's what I did. Looking at my own situation and taking one thing that I was always procrastinating about was the clothes in my bedroom that could be clean and folded, but not put away, not hung up, or the ones that you've worn only one time, and then you put them somewhere. I don't know where those are supposed to go. You don't hang them up because they're not clean, or and you don't throw them in the dirty laundry. They're, they're caught in limbo. They're limbo clothes. And, um, you know, and then not making my bed, but there would be clothes, sometimes they'd be on the bed, and then that night I'd have to move them to somewhere else, and then you move them around. And the really good thing, though, is if you get a treadmill, that is a really good place to put those clothes that are in limbo. <laughs> anyway, so I was, I was looking at this situation as a hypnotherapist, and how do I work it out to get myself to want to take care of that? One of the things I thought was, okay, if I were to close my eyes, relax and take a few breaths, and I want to find out how I really feel whenever I see all these clothes strewn around my room that are in different states of, you know, hanging up, being washed, whatever, limbo clothes. So in hypnosis, I I noticed that and I said to myself, what does that mean about me? And how do I feel? when I see that. And the feeling was, I I feel like I'm bad, I'm stupid, I'm lazy, I don't like myself, and I just don't have what it takes to be organized. 
So then I opened my eyes and I thought about it. I thought, you know, if, if every time I walk into that bedroom and that's what I believe about myself and that's what I think about myself, that's really destructive. And, and every time that's what it's doing to you or dishes in the sink. Every time you go in that kitchen and there's dirty dishes in the sink, what does it make you think about yourself? What feelings does it trigger? What is the core base emotion that's happening because you won't do the dishes or you won't take out the garbage or you won't hang up your clothes? Okay. These are very simple examples and we'll get into some more complicated ones in a few minutes. So now the next thing I did was I closed my eyes and relaxed again and I imagined that I had hung up the clothes put them away. I had organized the closet. It was all nice and neat. The shoes were all lined up. Everything was beautiful. And the clothes were um, hung up by color, which is really good. You should try that sometime. (laughs) To this day, I still do that. Hang them up by color and type of clothing. And then I had myself imagine looking at the bedroom. Bed was made. No clothes were strewn about. And everything was in the closet and everything's where it should be. And I thought, how do I feel about myself? What does this mean about me? And what I discovered was at that moment, I felt bright and happy and light. Oh, and it just, it meant that I was a person that I liked and that I approved of and that, huh, this is your bedroom. This is how you take care of your things. It feels really good. This means you're a good person. Okay. So there's that feeling that I am receiving from having done the cleanup. Well, normally when you, when you have a mess and you procrastinate and you don't do anything about it, when you do clean it up, the entire time you're doing it, you're feeling the pain like, Oh God, I don't want to do this. This isn't any fun. And even after you're done, it's like, Oh boy, that was, you know, this is nice, but mm. It's just going to be a mess again. So then you realize that the task of cleaning up that whatever it is for you, but for me, cleaning up the bedroom, it was, you know, before I did the hypnosis part, it was nice, but it didn't give me any boost or it didn't help me to change my habits. And as I imagined myself having this nice clean room, Then after I opened my eyes and I looked at the room, it felt really heavy and horrible again. Duh. (laughs) So, so I figured, okay, here's the thing. I think it's going to take me so much time to do this that I don't want to do it. I don't want to invest that much time in it. And then I also told myself, but I want that good feeling. I want that feeling that I had in my imagination and I want it right now. So a lot of times The reason you don't do a task is because you don't know how much time it's going to take and you don't want to devote an unlimited amount of time to that task. So here is your first strategy that really makes things a lot easier. I would decide that I would spend 10 minutes or you could pick some obscure amount like eight minutes or 11 minutes, which makes it a lot more fun. (laughs) And and I would time it and I would look at the clock and I, or set a timer and I would clean up the room for only that many minutes and then I would stop. Now, I felt like, huh, okay, I could do that. I, I have definitely 10 minutes or eight minutes or whatever to spare. 
So I would set that timer and I would get busy doing that, knowing that's all I'm going to do it for just that long. No problem. There's no downside to this. And the truth is that I got like the entire job done in that amount of time. When you're doing something that you're totally focused on and you're not doing it because it's painful and you want to get out of pain, you're doing it because it's productive and you want that feeling of pride and, and strength and joy, you do it differently and you do it really fast. So as I did that, I completed it. And I realized that every time I walk into my room and it's messy, I can choose to feel really bad about myself or I can spend six minutes, 11 minutes, an hour or three minutes, whatever I want, I can spend that many minutes to choose to feel really good about myself. So now the question is, if you walk into a room or an area that has a mess, are you really willing to trade the 10 minutes that you will not spend doing that task to feel bad about yourself? Does that make sense? So you can spend 12 hours a day seeing and knowing and walking in and out of your bedroom, knowing it's just like, oh, and every time you do it, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm a bad person. I'm unorganized. I don't like myself. I'm lazy. I'm sloppy. And every time that message is going to be reinforced, or you can trade 10 minutes of your life right now to get a totally different feeling and experience. Does that make sense? So are you willing to continue to have that bad feeling and that message reinforced as a trade-off for not doing the eight minutes or the 12 minutes? Okay, so this really changed things for me. But now I made it a little bit different. When I, when I realized that once things are cleaned up, and I know you all know this, but I'm just going to say it again like we're all sitting here in third grade. Uh, <laughs> you know that once you get things cleaned up, in theory, it should be really easy to just keep things clean. You know, you just, you pick them up. You just, it's going to take the same amount of time if you wait two weeks for things to get messy again, or if you pick it up right now, the total amount of time to do that is going to be the same. So if you spent five seconds right now picking something up and putting it away, you feel good about yourself, the mess isn't there. If you wait a couple weeks and everything's messy, you feel bad about yourself for all that time during those weeks, but you can do it. And so we're going to have a hypnosis session during this podcast, a little short one is to get you to do it now. So what I did with my hypnosis is to decide that anytime I saw something out of place, one little thing, something that's on the floor, something that's on the counter that needs to just go in the garbage can, something that's on the couch that needs to be walked to the bedroom, whatever it is, any little tiny thing, I wanted to like build a little obsession. I decided that when I would see that, I would be triggered to want that good feeling. And that good feeling is what it feels like when you have a room that actually is clean, like so your kitchen, you wipe the counters, you have everything put away and everything like looks good. And when you come in there, it feels, oh, so good. Well, that feeling, I want to capture it. And I want to attach that feeling to every single thing that's out of place. So you see, um, I don't know, a dead spider on the floor. 
And you can walk by that spider, you know, a hundred times today, or the first time you see it, suddenly, bam, you get that feeling that is, I want that feeling. And that feeling is attached to the phrase, do it now, do it now, do it now, because it feels so good. Do it now, do it now. Now, I don't want you to consciously try to think that way. I want it to be installed in a subconscious program that triggers you to have to just pick it up, put it away, throw it away, whatever, whatever you're going to do with it. Hang up the piece of clothes or wipe the kitchen, or the let's say the bathroom counter is kind of dirty. You know how long it takes to wipe that counter down? Probably less than a minute to do it really well. If you just, a minute is a long time. You can get a lot done, trust me. But I want you to have your, your subconscious mind triggered to want to do it now. And a lot of people have used this procrastination program over many, many years. And the comments I get are so interesting. There's a guy who said, you know, I really have a problem with your do it now program because I got it for my mother and I brought it to her and her house is such a mess. Her kitchen counter, you can't even see it. It's just old dishes with food dried on them and pots and pans. And you can't, you can't ever see it. But the problem is that now when I go to her house to pick her up, to take her to an appointment, she's never ready because she's busy wiping the counter. Her kitchen is spotless. There is nothing out of place, but she will not leave with me until she has wiped every part of the counter and the stove and everything perfectly clean. Says, this is crazy. My mom has never been like this ever. Her house was always a mess and now she keeps it clean. And the problem is that sometimes we're late because she always has to make sure she finishes that little last bit. (laughs) So that was his complaint, which was very cute. But isn't that interesting that a person can be turned from being very sloppy and putting things off and not caring to suddenly caring and doing it consistently. And so many people have said that they've gotten rid of incredible clutter problems. And um, in the in the Do It Now program, there's tracks that are for throwing things away and giving things away. Like you go into a closet and the feeling that I have you get by doing the process feels so good that you don't have to deal with the pain. You're dealing with the feeling that you want about who you're going to be as a result of doing this. And the spiritual lightning that happens when you get rid of stuff, you know, because that stuff weighs you down. And you know that if you have extra stuff, you know what it's doing to you, but you just don't have any motivation to do it because you don't, you don't, it's just too much pain. There's too much that keeps you from doing it. But when you get the feeling of how you feel about yourself and who you are and what it means about you, that you've, that you've cleaned things up or given them away or thrown them away, you get kind of a high, you get a little endorphin rush, and it's like, ooh, baby, I want some more of this feeling. <laughs> so this is drug-free highs. So anyway, you can do it too. It's um, just a matter of changing that programming and that pattern in your mind. If you have an enormous hoarding problem, and clutter problem, you certainly can't tackle the whole thing all at once. But what I, what I like to have people do is to... When you're in the hypnosis session, you just imagine one small area. So if it's just one part of your kitchen countertop, like a two foot square space, that's all you're going to do is just that space, nothing else. Now, what does happen is people usually get so excited that they keep going and they do more and more. And I'm sure you've done that before where 
you finally found the energy to take on a messy project of some sort. And once you got into it, you kind of got excited because you started feeling like, ooh, ah, I like that. Okay, so here's what we want to do. We're going to do about a 10-minute session right now that is going to help you to find out what the feelings are you have that you have attached to the mess or the thing that you didn't complete or the thing you've been putting off. Then we're going to find out what the feeling is that you do want. So I don't want you to like try to figure it out. I want you to discover this because it's not so much what you know consciously, obviously, that's why we're here. It is what's happening unconsciously. And that's what we want to find out by you doing this hypnosis session. So are you ready? Okay, 10 minutes. If you're driving, you don't get to do this. You get to turn it off and do it later. So I want you to find a comfortable place to relax and just let your body be nice and supported. You can sit up or you can be lying down and put your arms at your sides, uncross your legs. Take a few deep breaths and let everything just slow down. Exhale. Another deep breath in. Let your body slow down. Let your eyelids close. And as they do, let your eyelids melt down into your cheeks, into your jaw. Feel all the muscles of your face relaxing. And let that warm, soft feeling go down into your shoulders into your arms. Let your arms get heavy and loose and limp. Relaxing deeper. Let my words begin to float into your mind, floating around inside of your head and relaxing you deeper, floating inside of your body, becoming part of every breath that you breathe. Exhale. Let this feeling wash over your entire body now. Your back and your abdomen relaxes, your legs, your calves, your feet relaxing deeper and deeper. Now, you can let yourself be receptive to feelings that you have that are very deep feelings. Give yourself permission to learn something about yourself, to make a change that's going to help you and to discover something that you really do want. So now I want you to imagine that you can take yourself to a place in your house that has a mess, maybe in your kitchen or your living room, or it's a stack of mail, or it's in your bedroom, laundry room. Just go to a spot where there is something that's a mess, that's been there for a while, something you've really put off. Now I want you to notice that you've walked by that mess so many times, and you've ignored it or tried to ignore it, but it's there, and right now you're just standing there looking at it. And as you look at it, you know that it means something, about you. It affects the way you feel about who you are, what kind of person you are. So I want you to let yourself be very honest and just go deep inside to let your inner self answer this question. What does it mean about you that this mess is here? 
What does it mean about you? Good. Take a breath. And I want you just to thank that inner wisdom for telling you what it means about you. And now I want you to ask yourself, how does this make me feel about myself? So find the one emotion that is triggered when you see this mess, when you walk by it all day long. What is this one emotion, the one thing that I feel about myself when I see this? And again, just thank your inner wisdom for that answer. Now what I'd like you to do is just imagine that you have some superpowers right now. You have this ability to organize this mess, to clean this mess up, to throw the things away that you don't need, to make that one area super shiny and clean, and you can do it very quickly. So now I'm going to count from one to 10. And in that amount of time, I want you to imagine that with great speed, you either clean or organize or open the mail or throw things away or get out a sponge. And you're going to make that area clean. You're not just going to put things in a different place. You're going to take care of them and you're going to do it with super speed. Ready? Start now. One, two, three, four, feels so good, five, six, almost there, seven, eight, nine, ten, good, finish it up, just make sure it's really clean right there, okay, good, okay, is there anything else you need to attend to right there in that task, just go ahead and do that now, if there's anything else that has to be finished up, like Take that garbage can and just throw it outside into the garbage can. Run back in. Now, I want you to stand right in front of that spot. And notice it's clean. It's organized. It's shiny. Something has been taken care of. Now, notice that area. And I want you to notice in that inner wisdom what it means about you now. So ask, what does this mean about me? It's clean and organized. Makes me feel good, but what does it mean about me? Good. Now I want you to find the emotion that you love, the feeling that you're having right now, that you feel about yourself when you notice that it's all cleaned up, that thing that you've been, oh man, it's been there a long time, but now you did it. You just did it. What is that feeling, that emotion? Find that right now. And then give it a name. Good. Okay. So now you know what that feeling is like and you know that you really like that feeling. And even more important, you love that feeling every time you walk by that place. You see that there's something done that means something to you and means something about you. 
You love this feeling. It was easy. And it makes you happy. And you feel light. You love it. Good. Now I want you to bring your awareness back here to your body, back to the room, back to my voice. I'm going to count to five and I want you to bring your energy back and open your eyes on the number five. Ready? One, bring that energy all the way up into your legs and arms. Two, feel that surge of energy coming all the way back, feeling really good. Three, balanced and at peace. And four, your eyes will feel cool and refreshed. And five, wide awake, clear-headed and refreshed. Good. Okay, what do we do now? (laughs) So you have identified a feeling you had because of a mess. Think about that every time you passed by it, every time you thought about it, every time you reminded yourself, oh crap, I got to do that. And then you didn't. Every time it solidified the base emotion that you had, which was one of anger, disgust, laziness, whatever the things meant to you. Interesting. But then you complete it. And in reality, maybe it was a five-minute job or a 15-minute job, but you did it. And you just bought yourself with trading for those five minutes or 15 minutes. You bought yourself something that means something really good about you and what you do love about yourself, right? Is it making sense? Now, when we do this, our next step is to attach that good feeling to all the uncomfortable things. And it's not very hard to do. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Of course, the best way to do it, is to get the entire program that is called Do It Now. It is the end of procrastination. The place that you can get that is at IamSoLazy.com. IamSoLazy.com. Or you can go to Wendy.com, W-E-N-D-I.com, and you can find it, or you can Google it. You can Google Wendy, Do It Now, Procrastination in your Google, and you'll get it. So um, you can download it or get CDs, either one. There's a whole bunch of sessions though. There's ones for ending clutter and getting rid of like things in your closet, um, getting the whole do it now trigger put in. And, and each of the sessions is about 20, 25 minutes long. So we go a lot more in depth into what it is that you're shifting and installing that trigger that's going to make you want to get it done. So that's, that's your little sweet commercial. (laughs) Go buy the do it now program. It is a life changer. I'll tell you. So now, for me, after having created this program, and as many of you know, I've told you this, when I create a program and I'm speaking into a mic and I've got earphones on, I'm hearing my voice going into my head and into my ears. And as I'm leading you through trance, I am getting everything that I have you experienced. I'm, I'm getting the shift and the change in all those ways as well. And it's quite interesting because after I made the Do It Now program, guess what happened? <laughs> I just didn't leave my clothes sitting around. I mean, if they were, if there's something that I was wearing and I just kind of put it on the thing for the night in the morning, first thing, pick it up, put it away, you know, and dishes, you wash the dishes, you just get them done. You put them in the dishwasher or you unload that or you wipe the counters. It's very rare that you have a mess in your house. And this has stuck with me for all these years. The other part that I really like is the thing that makes me just pick something up put it in the proper place, just tackle it now. And if you, right now, if you look around the room that you're in, 
Look at the things. <laughs> I know this is a hard one because after you come out of this hypnosis, you notice things that need to be done. And um, everywhere you look, you're like, oh, ah, ooh, that, yeah, oh, and that. <laughs> and you start getting like kind of antsy, don't you? Mm-hmm. I know how you feel. So, so you want to get these things done because you want to feel good. If you're not sure if you have time to do it, then like right now, you look at something in the room that you're in that is messy or dirty or needs to be put away. And when you look at it, go ahead and just notice the feeling you get. What does that mean about you? That thing is really dusty or dirty, that windowsill or that thing that's sitting on the floor or that dirty dish from yesterday's breakfast or something. And just right away, connect with a feeling like, what does that mean about you? You don't have 30 seconds to walk that thing into the sink or put that in the garbage or pick that up off the floor. You would rather feel bad about yourself rather than investing 30 seconds to just grab that thing, do it now, wipe it, clean it, put it away, whatever, right? And that's all it is. But the missing piece is the feeling you'll get from having done it. So that's where the real key is, and that's where the deep hypnosis is. So we're going to do another session in a few minutes that is for getting the trigger to be installed for you to want to do it now. Now, I, you know, I used to have um, an online TV show that I did, and I, every day for two hours I did a show, and it was on all these different subjects. But the one that was most amusing would always be on procrastination because by the end of the show, and I had done like two long hypnosis sessions, maybe, you know, 20, 25 minutes each, but towards the end of the show, people didn't want to sit there and listen to my show anymore or watch it because they had stuff to do. They were like, we got to go. We got to go. You done? Because <laughs> there was a chat room, you know, and they could all chat and tell me what they were thinking. They said, I, I got stuff to do. I got to go. <laughs> but they never did that um, with the other shows. They would just like stay tuned and listen. So it will have an effect on you. If we want to understand why this works and how it works, we go back to the basic setup of the brain. The thing we know about the brain is that it's plastic and neuroplasticity means that our brain is changing all the time. Of course, the belief used to be that your brain doesn't change anymore after 25 and it doesn't continue to grow new neurons. It just basically is downhill from there. And thinking that 25 is the best that you're going to get, <laughs> it's all scary. But we know that we grow new neural pathways now. We have evidence of it and we have images that show these neural pathways growing. And they're growing in the direction of wherever you send them. So whatever feeling that you have most of the time and the one that you have the most repetition for and the emotions that you have for that feeling or that experience... Those neural pathways are growing toward other neural networks and neural pathways that have similar emotions or connections. They have to, because when you're learning something new, like let's say you're learning math and you're learning to add or subtract, the neural pathways that are growing out of repetition and to accomplish the math tasks, they have to find the kind of parts of the brain that know how to calculate things, how to make numbers make sense, how to um, know contrasts of amounts of numbers. And, and so these are growing to connect with the ability your brain has 
to do math, to do to support the ability to have numbers. It's a lot like a computer, you know, you click an icon on the desktop and it opens all these programs. So you do a search on your computer for something and it opens all the programs that relate to that and that's what your brain is doing and connecting with hopefully the proper other neural networks. So we have proof of this. We know that this is happening. And when people make deep changes, we take these neural networks and we intentionally make them grow by doing this kind of therapy to the feelings and emotions and uh, visuals and sensations that we do want. So up till now, when you see a mess, you feel bad about yourself you decide what it means about you that eh, I'm lazy, I'm a slob. Yeah, my mom always told me I, you know, da 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 da. <laughs> now your neural networks are growing and connecting with the thing that supports the emotions and the belief and the identity of who you are. That is a lazy or a slob or good for nothing or whatever. So you're just with use of repetition growing your neural networks more and more and more to that feeling. But what we've discovered with hypnotherapy is that by doing this in hypnosis, we seem to have a more rapid method of getting these neural networks to connect with a different set of feelings. So while that mess used to trigger the bad feelings that you didn't like, which made you put it off even more, we are finding that we can simply take these neural pathways and link them to the good feelings that you do want with the motivation, the excitement, the happiness, the, yeah, I'm going to do this. I got three minutes. Yay. But we're going to link that to the very sight or thought of, or idea of the job or the mess that you have to clean up. So your neural networks are going to just like go in and just create a totally different experience. And it's going to make you want to do it. Now, the one thing, you know, that I get very excited about is drug and alcohol addiction treatment. Um, and what a failure it is because the rehab centers are not getting it right. They have an AA 12 step. They're not getting it right. Their success rate is about five to 7%. And that's proven. You can argue with me if you want, but you know, I got the stuff to back it up. And it's because they're not connecting these neural networks with a different outcome. You're listening to sad stories when you're at those meetings, you're surrounded by failure and expectation that you're going to relapse and how hard it's going to be. And that you're always going to have to say, hi, I'm George and I'm an alcoholic or hi, I'm Sandy and I'm a, a cocaine addict or whatever. You're connecting those and you're causing your neural networks to grow to those places that support those feelings. And then when you see alcohol or you think about the drug or you see the corner where you used to buy from your dealer or whatever, the only thing you're triggering are those feelings that support you feeling weak or mm, powerless and wanting that drug, but now you just have to have willpower and you have to charge through it. So using the same process of creating new triggers in the subconscious to trigger a different feeling when someone is wanting to get relapse proof, they will have a feeling of being strong and healthy and in control and all of the emotions that support that. And I have wired their neural pathways 
to go to the experience in their brain that supports being strong and healthy and in control and totally free from the thoughts of the drugs or the alcohol and feel a different emotional experience and feel a completely different physical experience, no cravings, because we replaced that. We made the brain go to a different area that is not the part that's about cravings. It's the part of the brain that is about like, freedom. Oh my God, freedom. Who am I? This is who I am. Yes. And I love this. And there are no cravings in that part of the brain. But if you go to rehab and you go to meetings and you go to your AA and all that, you are just supporting that the brain continues to trigger cravings, 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 because you listen to those stories and they go in there and they tell you like, oh, I totally screwed up last night. I got so messed up and I went and like this, drank this and I smoked that and I injected that. Who knows? So I'm, I'm not trying to turn this podcast into an addiction podcast, but I do want you to understand because that's something I'm really passionate about how fast we can change an addict's brain so that they don't relapse anymore. And you can find out more about that at uh, theaddictionproject.com and quitdrinkingnow.com. There's a free session there too that you should listen to. It's really quite good at quitdrinkingnow.com and theaddictionproject.com. And you can find a therapist near you that will help you with your drug or alcohol issues. All right. So back to procrastination. So what we have done is by using those neural networks, and I'm sorry, I'm being all repetitive now, but we have changed what you feel about it. And that's why hypnotherapy works so well for so many things. Why we can get rid of someone's OCD. You know, they just compulsively have this problem. Well, we rewire their brain to have a totally different feeling when they look at that light switch (laughs) that usually has to be on and off and on and off. Or the, the client that I've talked about that had been in her house for eight years, hadn't gone out the front door and listened to some CDs. And four days later, she walked out the front door and went to the grocery store all by herself. The next day she went fishing and then she had her life back. But all the doctors for eight years that at one point they had her on almost 30 different medications at the same time to try to get her to walk out the front door. And all we did was we wired the problem to a different experience in her brain And maybe in her case, she didn't have that kind of experience available in her brain because she wouldn't go out the door. So we had to create it because the brain will let you create a memory and make it feel as real as real can be and then wire those neural networks into going like when you go to that door and you put your hand on that doorknob and boom, those neural networks have been wired to a totally different experience emotionally, physically, visually, spiritually. Yay. (laughs) It's funny. I'm sitting here. I've got my arms up in the air. Like I'm like victory, (laughs) but it is something y'all need to know. And those of you who have been following me for a while, you know this, but what area of your life are you not applying it to? Is there something you procrastinate about and you have these tools, but you haven't applied this to that problem, to give yourself the momentum, the guts, or the um, motivation to have a new feeling about it. So maybe it has to do with you not making money. Maybe you're procrastinating about something that is a a different job or a business you want to start or a project that you've taken like 80% of the way and the big money is in that last 20% but there's something holding you back. Well, this procrastination program is going to help with that as well. 
So the next thing I want to do is I want to do another short hypnosis session right now, and I want to get you to be a do-it-now person. I want you to have these words ringing through your head, making you jump up and down with excitement when you hear the sound. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Okay, so what I'll need from you is to get relaxed again. And if you're driving, of course, you don't get to do this because you might fall asleep at the stoplight. <laughs> Everybody will be honking their horns, and that's not fun. That's embarrassing. My dad used to fall asleep at stoplights, I remember, um, just because he can fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> and he would tell me, he'd say, yeah, I fell asleep at the stoplight, and everybody was honking at me. Good thing his foot stayed on the brake, I guess. Huh. Okay. So, you ready? Okay. Here we go. So go ahead and take a deep breath in. Ah, oh, let it all the way out. And let your body go right back into that nice, relaxed state. Let everything slow down. And as everything slows down, let your body relax. Let your muscles become loose and limp. And just feel that wonderful feeling of comfort flowing through your body. That wonderful sensation just going from your head all the way down through your body to the very tips of your toes. Take another deep breath in. Let it all the way out. As your eyelids become heavy, they melt into your cheeks and that feeling goes down through your face, your neck, your shoulders, your arms. That feeling goes down through your back as your back becomes soft and relaxed. Your legs now becoming heavy. And you're going to go a little bit deeper now and just listen to the words I say. Ready? Deeper. Five. Deeper, deeper, relaxed. Four. Good. Let go. Let go. Three. Nothing to do. Nowhere to be. Two. Deeper, relaxed. Slow down. And even deeper into that place where you're receptive and ready to allow this to happen. One. Good. Another breath. Now I want you to let your inner mind play and have fun. And imagine for a moment you're walking around in your house or your room. And I want you to notice something. Don't do anything about it just yet. just want you to notice something that's out of place. It's on the floor, or it's a little little waste basket of garbage that needs to be thrown out, or it's a countertop that needs to be wiped, or a dish that needs to be dealt with. I want you just to notice that one thing in your imagination. And I want you to hear these words that feel so good. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. And before you do that, I want you to feel yourself jumping up and down, imagining that you're jumping up and down and your arms are in the air. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then you start moving your body and kind of dancing right there. And then you grab that thing and you take care of it. 
You just do it. And when you do, you feel so good. You feel like dancing again. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. It feels good. And you take on that one little task and you take care of it and it's done. That's it. But now you realize that you want more of this good feeling. You feel like you just made it to the end of your marathon and you climbed that mountain and it's silly but fun. So you find another thing that's out of place that needs to be put away. But before you do, you feel it rising in your body. <laughs> it feels so good. You feel yourself wiggling and jiggling. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Those words repeat in your head until you grab it and do it and take care of it. It was easy. Woo! You threw it away. You washed that dish. You picked it up. You cleaned something, whatever it was. Now, go through your house. Imagine that you're in your house, walking around, moving around, your bedroom, your bathroom. And you get a smile and a bolt of energy comes up through your spine and you feel that thing rising up in you that says, do it now, do it now, do it now. And you want to do it now. You can't walk past it. You have to do it now. You want that great feeling. So go ahead and let yourself imagine right now. You take care of it. You do it. Maybe you're in your bathroom shining up the sink. Maybe you're picking something up and hanging it up on the hanger. Maybe you're grabbing those two, three cups there that have been sitting there and you put them in the sink and you just have so much fun washing them out. Do it now, do it now, do it now. Do it now. Anytime you hear the words floating around in your head, dancing in your head, do it now, do it now, do it now. You instantly, easily, happily, joyfully do it now. You take care of it right now. It's easy and it's fun and it feels so good. You love this feeling and you want this feeling every day, all day. And it's easy for you now. It could be something little, could be something big. You just want to do it now. Do it now. Do it now. When you hear those words and when you say those words, that feeling rises up in you. It makes you jiggle and wiggle like you want to dance. You want to put your arms in the air like you just won. And you want to do it now. Do it now. Do it now. It's easy. And you love this feeling. So now, do it now. <laughs> I want you to bring your awareness back to the room here, back to your body and back to my voice. And as you're coming back, I want you to notice the feeling you have about doing something right then. What is that good feeling? Is there a word that goes with it? Is there a physical sensation you get? Is there an emotion that it really brings out in you, that just feels like joy times a hundred. So find out what it is right now as you're bringing your awareness back here. And just let yourself be bathed in that feeling so that it is just 
immersed in your body, mind, your soul, your spirit, your brain. You love this feeling. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Good. Now as I count from one to five, bring all that energy back. And you'll feel yourself becoming wide awake and clear-headed on the number five. Ready? One, bring the energy into your legs and arms. Two, bring that energy all the way up into your body. Three, feeling balanced and at peace. Good. Deep breath. Four, your eyes will feel cool and refreshed, and you can open them if you'd like. And five, wide awake, clear-headed, and refreshed. Good. All right, so stretch out your arms a little bit, move your body, make it wiggle and jiggle. <laughs> you can do it. Oh, you can do it now. So, <laughs> so what I want you to notice is that what happens for almost everybody after they do this is that they do hear these words in their head. It's like a little fun obsession. So you get this little obsessive thought when you see something out of place and your brain just says, do it now, do it now. It's closing cupboard doors or drawers, or you open your silverware drawer and everything's all messy and you just go like, line them up right now. I'll line them up and line them up. And then it's like, whoa, fun. Do it now, do it now. Hmm, I guess I'll do it now. So whatever it is, just let that voice bombard you in a fun way. Make it make you have a physical feeling of dancing, wiggling, jiggling, get your hands in the air. Go ahead and do that just before you do the task. Put your arms up and go like, whoa, I'm about to win. <laughs> and, and you clean your toilet. <laughs> Who knew you could be a winner for cleaning your toilet? But why not? You know, life can do that to you and you can enjoy it and you can have some more fun. Okay. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell your friends about this podcast, of course. I want you to subscribe in iTunes, if you use iTunes. And I want you to email me to tell me what the hell your problem is so I can talk about it on the next one at wendyhelp at gmail.com. Wendy's with an I. And I also want you to get the program called Do It Now. It has many different sessions for many of the problems that you're experiencing with procrastination, why you're staying stuck, why you're not getting things done, what's going to supercharge you to get all this brain activity wired to want to get things done, to get past the painful stuff, to get unstuck, and how to chunk things down so that you have small wins in the things you don't want to do. Because a lot of times your project or your job is too big. It's just too much. And even the little do it now voice is going to be like, go away. <laughs> don't do that. No, I'm kidding. It's not going to do that. But it's, um, it's that it's just too immense of a project. So a couple of the sessions help you to achieve smaller pieces of the project and have wins with each piece of that project. So now you get your motivation back because it's not like this endless project. It is the pieces that have celebrations and wins after each one. Now you can read, um, you know, hundreds of books about this, or you can just install it in your brain and get it done so that it triggers you to feel certain feelings that are the ones that you do want. Because even all those books that you read and all the, the strategies and all the things, um, you know, even the thing that right now is so big about does it spark joy, you know, for people to not be hoarders or cluttered. That's good, but 
is it get, getting this driving emotion of who you are, what it means about you, how you feel about getting things clean or organized or getting some difficult tasks done or continuing with a project that might make you wealthy. So that's the thing. Okay, so go to go to either uh, the old wendy.com or the young or the new <laughs> wendy with an i.com and look for do it now or do a Google search for wendy.com and do it now or go to I am so lazy.com and you'll find it. So that's it. That's all I got for you for today. I have more, of course, but this is a good start. So you could listen to this podcast again and do those two sessions again. Be sure to tell your friends to listen because they get to do those sessions for free. That's right. How much free? Um, And I love it when you spread the word because we're really helping people to open their minds and their eyes to something that helps them get over some really silly stuff in their life that really weighs you down if you keep doing things the same old way. You know what they say, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. <laughs> so, to do something different. You know, if if you are feeling stuck and you can't seem to do whatever you need to get unstuck, this is a good place to start and get your life moving in a different direction. I'll tell you, I don't know about you, but I got to go down and check my kitchen and see if my dishes are all shiny and clean. But in sitting in my office here, I see a couple things that are like, oh, I better do that. Oh my. There's a few things that I'm feeling really compelled to do right now. So I'm going to say goodbye. I'm Wendy Friesen and I am your hypnotist. And this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that will actually get you to sleep in a hypnotic way and change something in your life that you don't like and change it into something that you really do want. So I want to ask you to bless your life and feel gratitude for who you are and who you're becoming and congratulate yourself. Just reach around. Yeah, that reach around to the back, you know, and just give that pat, 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 pat on the back because you're doing a good job. You really are. Be grateful for the life you have, for what you're creating and what you're about to create. So one more time, just close your eyes for a moment. Take a deep breath. And I want you to let something wash over you from the top of your head all the way down through your body, a wave of gratitude. Feel it as if it is a wave of sparkling bliss. Let it float down through your body, all the way down to the very tips of your toes. And once more, another wave of gratitude, of immense gratitude for who you are and who you're becoming. Ready? Ah, there it is. Just ripples down. Good energy to keep you healthy and happy and smiling and love to do it now. Do it now. (laughs) Do it now. Bye-bye. Catch you next time.